Hi, my name is Allie Williams, and I am obsessed with all things business, building a life you love, and living via leaps of faith. I'm a 5-1 fireball of spunk and fun. Four years ago, I left my old Kentucky home via a 72-hour crowdfunding campaign to join an entrepreneurial program in Silicon Valley. Little did I know after, I would actually be learning in the best classroom, the world. From fun to failure to deep faith-forming seasons, I explored, built businesses, loved life, met a boy on an Instagram dating show, and realized I was finally ready to bet on myself. Now, I'm coming to you from North Carolina to teach you what my years of chasing success taught me. Life is not about beating or becoming anyone else. It's not about your income, accomplishments, or wins. It's about your integrity. The things you want simply lead you to accumulating the courage and character you crave. The process allows you to be exactly who you've always wanted to be. Here, we're focused on one thing, helping you live your best life. Yep, I am indeed the hype girl you never knew you needed. So buckle up, because I believe you were created to change the world, but that requires you to believe it too. The question is, will you? Here, you're gonna discover how. So let's dive in, shall we? Welcome to life right up your alley. Okay, this is such an important conversation and I'm so excited to have my girl Jillian on just to discuss limiting beliefs, moving your body, and how your mind, body, and spirit are so interconnected. And we'll talk about this more, but I really suffered in an eating disorder in college. Being able to have these conversations that flip your mindset are so key in remembering your worth. So enjoy this episode. It's so good. Hello, and welcome back to the Right Up Your Alley podcast. You guys, I am so excited to introduce you to the amazing, astonishing, sweet, lovely, and in really great shape, Jillian Barnes. So Jillian and I know each other from Arizona, from Scottsdale. We met at a place called the Emerald, which is a female-founded like workspace. And I just knew from the minute I saw her, like this one, I love her. And she has really just started to take off in her fitness journey and her health journey. And it's so cool to see her create her own brand and, and just really lean into her god-given talent so everybody i am so excited jillian hello hello thank you so much for having me it's so exciting to talk to you oh my gosh honey of course (laughs) i'm so pumped i know i've told you this and and listeners know mind body spirit is so important to me and our wellness really starts not just in our quiet time and our mental health, but it also starts in what we're putting in our body, how we're moving our body. And you are literally my poster child for that. You've evolved over the last few years. It's so fun to see it. So we're going to talk specifics on that and just get to know you better. Okay, sounds good. So let's kick it off with what is your background in? Where are you from? What do you do? Tell us who you are, Jillian. Okay, so I live outside of Boston, Massachusetts. Not very sunny here right now, but it's fine. So my background is in fitness and nutrition. I went to college at Simmons College in Boston, super small, all-girls school. So I studied nutrition there. And then my senior year of college, I got my personal training certification and started training. Had a gym in the city and then transferred to Equinox when I graduated. So I did one-on-one personal training for about a year and a half. 
And then, like Ali said, we met in Scottsdale. So I moved to Scottsdale in August after my senior year of college or about a year after that. And then from there, I got my yoga teacher certification. So I taught yoga for a couple months. I was only in Scottsdale for about six months. And then unexpectedly had to move back to Boston where I started teaching group fitness for the first time besides yoga. So that's what I'm teaching now. I'm teaching virtual workouts with my studio BKBX, which is a small boutique studio in Boston. And then I'm focusing on growing my own brand right now called Sports Bras Only about the mind, the body specifically designed for women. So yeah, that's a little bit about me and my background. I love it. It's been so cool to see the brand develop too. I am obsessed with it. It's so cute, you guys. You have to check it out. And then from there, what's your recipe for success in the gym? So first and foremost, I love a good playlist. So before I go to the gym, I get motivated with some new music. I love loud music. I'm I'm the girl who has full volume. You can hear everything that's coming out of my headphones in the gym. So that's just like step one to my motivation. And I think on a real note, So many times I've tried to follow like a program or like, okay, I have to lift this many days a week or I have to do yoga this many days a week. And it just doesn't, at least for me, it doesn't work like that. It's not realistic. And some days you have more energy than others or some days, you know, you're feeling it and you're like, I'm going to lift so heavy today. Mm -hmm. Other days you're just like, "I, I really need a nap. Maybe I'll just meditate for 10 minutes. So knowing that you have that flexibility and giving myself that, like, that's how I'm successful. I'm not beating myself up because I miss, like, high-intensity day in the gym. Like, you, you have to remain flexible. Otherwise, you'll just get defeated and you'll feel down if you miss a day. And, yeah, so I guess just staying flexible. And that's how I stay consistent. I yeah. love that. Well, and I think anything that is rigid breaks. I've had to learn that in my walk with God and, you know, my like, you know, healing journey with my body, all of that, like anything that is too rigid is, it's so easy to break it. And so being able to have that flexibility is never really spoken about too, because it's like, you know, like pay your dues, like get better, this, that, like, oh, you missed, here's some shame. But it doesn't have to be that way. Right. Like there is a time and a a place for being hard on yourself. And you're like, okay, if I want to achieve these goals, I really have to go for it and be in the gym every day. If I want to get better, like on my squad or whatever, like you have to set that up for yourself. But knowing that it's okay, if you change that routine, you can always go back and get better again. Yeah. Amen to that. That's so good. Just being committed to the overall vision, not just the little, the little things that might give you like daily success or satisfaction, not success. Success is definitely a long-term thing. I love that. Speaking of really all of that, then, you know, obstacles come up, especially when you're trying to make progress. So what obstacles have you overcome to get where you are? I think the biggest theme that I faced in my life when I'm struggling with who I am or just trying something new is self-limiting beliefs and that I don't have the confidence in myself or the ability to achieve the goals I want to achieve. I've had a lot of relationships, whether that's friendship or with an ex or something that would always tell me, you can't do this. Like you're not good enough to do this or your idea is crazy. If you say you want to open a studio one day or you just have no confidence. Like I remember interviewing with a woman I'd met three minutes in into the interview, I said I wanted to help women be confident. And she looked me dead in the eye. I have known her for maybe max like 10 minutes and said, you have no confidence. How do you expect to help other women? And that was kind of like a defining point. And we all have those moments where we will never forget defining like how we feel about ourselves. I've done so much work on myself to realize like pinpoint those moments that tried to define me 
and then pray to God, move past that and say like, okay, your potential is inside of you and this is inside of you and you're not going to listen to what other people are saying. So I had to do a lot of like inner work. I had to, you know, remove some people from my life that were limiting me. And the second that I like really got down like to a T, like what was bothering me, what was limited, limiting me and got rid of that. So many things started happening that were so positive. Like all I wanted to do in my life was teach group fitness. And as simple as that sounds and as easy as that sounds, I never believed that I could get up in front of even five people and like teach them how to do a squat. I just never thought I could do it because of what people were telling me. And the second I just trusted in God and trusted in myself and moved past like all these opinions. So many things started happening. I got an amazing job at the studio I work for now, BKBX in Boston. A week into the job, they're like, let me like send you on a train to New York for a photo shoot. And I'm now on the side of a building in New York. I'm like, what the heck? I should have just done this five years ago, 10 years ago. Like imagine what could have happened when you just start believing in yourself and focusing on God and what you were born for. So that's just getting rid of those self-limiting beliefs. Yeah. Holy crap. Thank you for sharing all of that. And I just think, you know, it's so funny because it's so easy to look at other people and be like, oh, they're confident. They're doing this. She's got this. She's doing that. Well, I could never do that. That's what a self-limiting belief does. It's like it makes the whole world a lie. So you can't see the clarity, the compassion, the power within you. And it's so cool because there's, have you ever heard the saying, like, there are only three reasons why someone hates you. And it's if they want to be like you, they hate themselves. So they're struggling with their limiting beliefs, their old stories, or they see you as a threat. And anyway, this just made me think of it because it's easy to look at like how other people are seeing us, but then we do that to ourselves so readily. You know, we hate ourselves. We don't want to understand ourselves. It's so crazy. And that personal relationship with yourself, it's key to get where you want to go. That is the number one obstacle. So anyway, thank you for sharing all of that. And then going from there, you know, it takes a lot of courage to really overcome and to become. So what does courage mean to you in, you know, working through all of these things on your path to becoming, but already being so magnificent yourself? What does courage mean to you? I think just trusting my gut and trusting God. Like I said before, I've been in a lot of relationships that just really, really hindered me and almost destroyed me. And I just started praying and praying and praying. And even though things were so bad, like I was telling Allie, I was engaged before and she knows me when I was going through that. Just even at such a hard time, trusting in God that you will come out on the other side. He will provide for you. That's what courage is, like being so scared, but knowing if you trust in God and you trust, if you don't believe in God, if you trust that there's something greater out there for you, that will get you through. And I think that's how I would define courage. Wow, that's beautiful. I love that. And it's true. Amen to that, sister. Amen. And I think, you know, God loves us so much, whether again, if you believe in God, if you don't believe in God, you are welcome here and you are loved and celebrated. And just knowing that like there is something that loves you no matter what you label it as so much more than you can understand. It makes it a little bit easier every single day to be courageous and and to love yourself first and foremost, you know? Exactly. That's so cool. So what (laughs) we're really in a time where we need to trust God a lot. I feel too. (laughs) Um, This is a trying time. So 
what advice do you have for someone who wants to love their body better through quarantine when we are just surrounded by question marks, not knowing what's going on, very full pantries, etc.? <laughs> <laughs> Very full pantries, 1,000 cookie recipes everywhere. <laughs> a lot of banana bread. <laughs> I can relate 100%. So I was listening to a podcast, I think it was a Nike podcast, the other day about quarantine and what this is about. And don't quote me on this, I can't remember if it's a Nike podcast, but telling yourself and realizing that this isn't a season to get a six pack. This isn't the time you're going to be at your fittest. This isn't going to be like a physical, like you're not focusing on aesthetic. You're focusing on your mental health, moving as you're moving, like that's making your brain better. It's making you healthier. It's making your mind clearer and trying to defeat that anxiety and that sense of like, what's going on? When are we getting out of here? So just even if you're going on a couple walks a week or you know, a 10 minute walk every day, whatever it is, just maintenance and maintaining physical activity and trying to eat as healthy as possible. But knowing there's that flexibility, there's that room, we're not here to get a six pack in quarantine. That's not what quarantine's about. It's about survival. Mm, I need to listen to that podcast. And I love that mentality around it because I don't know if that's who, who I'm plugging into and I, I have not consumed a lot during this time because I have felt very like suffocated almost mm -hmm. and so it's really been like I'm putting things out there and then I'm like working out studying the bible just really trying to like stay in my lane yeah I needed to hear those words though so I know that whoever's listening to this it probably resonates with them too and just like hey here's a permission slip to feel what it, you are feeling and also like yeah you don't need abs so thank you for sharing that mm -hmm. seriously yeah and I just want to add if there's anyone that you follow and I'm guilty of this as well I think everyone is like looking at that girl that's like I don't know I don't understand how like her butt looks like that and we're in quarantine or like whatever it is. If you follow someone that makes you feel less than how you should feel, then you deserve, then you need to mute that person. You need to unfollow that person. And it's not out of hatred. It's just like, that's what you need to do for your mental health, especially during this time when we're so, so limited. Mm, yeah, that's so awesome. I feel like that's something that isn't being said, but thank you for saying that. Because, yeah, mute it, unfollow. This is a place and a culture and a time where you need to take what you need. And mm -hmm. what that looks like, it, within reason, obviously, but curating your space, curating your consumption, curating what you're looking at so that your life and your lane is not triggering you is a beautiful posture to have. Yes, and realizing that you have control over your consumption. You have the ability to look on your feed, to control who you're following, to mute who you want. Like you need yeah. to do what's best for you and it's easier said than done. Absolutely. And just as someone, you know, I never wanted to live in LA. It was like so funny to end up here because I always was much more of a Northern California girl. And it's so cool to live here and like walk around and just be around like quote famous people and like models and airbrushed people. And I tell you right now, and I need you to listen, like they have cellulite and they don't wash their hair every day either. And they are struggling in their own way. And we're all having our human experience that is exclusive to ourselves. And that is real and enough and is, is not something you can compare. And so mm -hmm. 
just knowing that too, like create and curate your world as necessary because they are too. And the way that maybe the media or social media portrays something does not mean it's truth. Know your truth and know that's enough. And know that everyone has cellulite. <laughs> yeah, I have been such a nerd around stuff like this. And it's your cellulite is not because you're fat. It's it's fascia. Like you're good, honey. Your body is just like aging and growing. And, you know, that is there because you're alive. So like, let's celebrate it, you know? Exactly. I'm so like passionate about, that sounds so weird. So passionate about cellulite. But like, I'm just, I, everyone's got it. And we just all need to say, hey, this is how it is. And we're still beautiful no matter what. It's so true. It's so true. Oh, I love that. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know why that just brought me so much satisfaction. I'm like, okay, cool. So we're selling like soul sisters. Same. Awesome. <laughs> Same. Just got a little endorphin rush. I'm like, whew. I, know. <laughs> I need to run a mile. No, I don't. Okay. Um, that's so awesome. Well, just for your final question then, and to wrap this up, how can we support you? I just started my workout method, Sports Rez Only. If you could show some love on that page or just reach out in any way. If you've listened to this podcast, that would mean a lot. I'm always here to talk to everyone, so I'm very personable. Start a conversation with me. You can find me on Sports Rez Only or at Body by Jillian. And I'm also hosting virtual workouts on my Sports Rez Only page via Zoom. So would love to have everyone join. And that's all I can really ask for during this time. That is so cool. Count me in. I didn't even know you were doing the virtual ones on Sports Bros only. So everyone go check it out. This community is full of some of the most lovely, just wonderful humans. And so I'm excited to all just rally around you. And Jillian, thank you for your time. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Oh my gosh, I know. All right. Well, Cellulite Sisters for Life. Love you, girl. Talk to you soon. Exactly. <laughs>